one. Yo, 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 Irvin Co. Irvin Co. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. Irvin Co. Irvin Co. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. Go, 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 go. What it is, what it ain't, what it's going to be. This is your boy, Irvin, Irvin Co. What's happening, Amanda Taylor, Co. Squad? What's happening? Hello, Co. Squad. It's me, Amanda. I'm here at it again. We coming back with another banger. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. And we got a special guest with us today, man. Listen, y'all been seeing me with these foods, right? I know y'all been seeing me with these foods. I've been eating real good. I've been eating real good. I'm trying to tell you, we've been eating real good with the, with the vegan food. Listen, everybody like, yo, vegan food ain't really too many options. I mean, I, I want to get this, I want to get that. But yo, we, I found somebody who's been cooking like some real food, some real good vegan food. Um, so we had to get on the show. Shout out to Mama's Vegan Cuisine, who I've been, hey. I've been checking them out for for a couple of weeks now. Stop faithfully, faithfully. Um, <laughs> so we definitely want to shout them out and appreciate them coming through <laughs> and letting them know, you know, how how they got started, uh, what's going on with them. So, welcome to Irvinco. How y'all doing? We're doing We're awesome. Doing I'm so happy great. to be here. That's what's up. That's what's up. So tell us a little bit about Mama's Vegan Cuisine. Like, where did that? How, where did that uh, come from? Um, Mama's Vegan Cuisine actually came from me wanting to provide a better role model, well, be a better role model when it came to food for my daughter. Um, being a Black woman, I believe that it's our kind of responsibility to spread health within our families. Um, my mother passed away at an early point in my life. Um, my family has all types of diseases that our family diseases and, you know, been passed down and somewhere the cycle had to just stop. So I just made the conscious effort to start living that lifestyle, start cutting out meat, um, making sure my daughter understood that she didn't need meat to survive and that she could eat vegetables and thrive. And, you know, we're really big into gardening and organic options and, spreading information to the community because nobody else is giving it to us. Mm-hmm. So what um what brought y'all into veganism or plant-based? I, well are you would y'all consider yourself plant-based eaters or vegan vegan chefs? He's plant-based. Yeah I'm mostly uh plant-based. I've been mm-hmm. a chef now for uh 23 years. I've worked in a lot you of must have started at three. Well, I'm, <laughs> I just look that's like this. <laughs> I just look like this. That's the that's the mom's cooking cuisine. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now at uh at you know I'm uh, 37, but I've been cooking uh, since I can reach reach the stove. But uh, I've worked in a lot of you know great establishments, you know five star, all the you know hotels and stuff like that. And it's just one of those things where it's like. I've prepared so we we brought I brought so many restaurants from the ground up mm-hmm. to where it's like you know what it's time to to start spreading some love and doing our own thing you know mm-hmm. and uh, don't get me wrong I I, I still eat meat okay <laughs> I'm not a meat eater but the uh, I've considerably cut down my meat consumption since uh, since my wife has been. Uh, in my life, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, How about you? Yeah, I'm vegan for I, the animals. I, 
things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm vegan for the animals. I'm vegan for the health. I'm vegan for um, sustainability and global warming and all those reasons. So he's big on like the salads and like the real food, the collard greens and making all those things. Right. I love the junk food. So like the color, <laughs> when y'all, y'all get like the good stuff, the cheesy stuff, the shepherd's pie, like the stuff that we really grew up eating, the brown stew. Like I need my classics. And as long as I can make that with the flavor without the cruelty, man, that's all I'm about. So I'm that's constantly trying different stuff anything new and plant-based that comes out on the market ends up in my fridge for me to try out and see if I can market it or get somebody to convert it or get somebody to, hey man, you gotta taste this. It tastes just like the real thing. Yeah. I'm all about it. And I'm a believer, yeah. <laughs> how, how long have you been um, vegan, Ben? Uh, um, two years. Two years, okay. Two years. What, was, it a hard, was it a hard transition for you? Yes. Really? It, Yes, it was a hard transition only because um, people neglect the fact that meat is a drug. You know, the hormones that they put in meat and the messages that it sends your brain and the dopamine and everything and all these memories tied into the food that we eat. And this is what grandma made. So, you know, we still eat the same thing. Yeah. Like it was a really difficult decision because I felt like I was abandoning, you know, a part of my history. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like saying like grandma and them was wrong. You know, my mama was wrong. Big mama, big mama. Yeah, big mama was wrong. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. didn't even have to eat this. So it was a big struggle. Um, I guess almost like an imposter syndrome in the beginning. What? But after a while, probably within like the first two months, once you stop eating it and you feel good and like, you're like, damn. That's what I get from it. Yeah, it's like, it. I feel yeah. good. And then you start becoming, you know, all the other emotional attachments to things like start falling away and you start mm -hmm. really looking at it and lo looking at the industry and looking at what it's doing to our world. And it's like, okay, it's an easier, yeah. an easier break. Is it? Do you miss? Attachment is real. Yeah. It's so. Do you miss anything? Is it any meats or any food? Uh, that... <laughs> okay, so at this point, it's hard for me to say I miss certain things because I know the process behind it, and it's just like me saying that I miss it is also saying me kind of you know missing like this animal being like butchered or whatever it may be. And I don't like to think about that part. <laughs> I, I definitely but if I can say I missed something, the only thing I have not been able to duplicate yet, and that's only because I'm trying to figure out where to buy it, because there's vegan oxtail on the market. Yes! Oxtail. yes! But there's okay. vegan oxtail on the market. I'm going to track it down. I'm going to buy it. I'm gonna taste it, and if I can sell it, I'm gonna sell it. Right. Okay. But well, you know, and I'm gonna try it. And oh, I'm try it. I already know. <laughs> yes. See, the the good thing about our dynamic is is that uh, is that we we try to make uh, vegan options 
available for people who actually eat meat, you know, give you substitutions, make you, you know, feel like you eat some chicken or, you know what I mean? Not necessarily eating chicken, but give you the, give you the, the mouthfeel, the mouthfeel, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about? Cause you eat the food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah. Trust yeah, me. Trust me. I am, I'm all in. Yeah, Big Mama taught me how to make collard greens before I could reach the stove, you know. But if you go out there and buy some collard greens from somebody else, the only thing that's not in those collard greens is meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? They taste like Big Mama collard greens almost, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> without the ham hocks. Yeah. So, what about you, Amanda? Go ahead, Amanda. I know you got some questions for them. Oh, I wanted, to, I wanted you guys to expand more about what is the difference between um, plant-based diet, veganism, and vegetarian. Because I think okay. we all need a, a educational little... Yeah, that's um, easy. That's my department. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to turn on. I'm like, no, no. That's actually vegan. It's not plant-based. Um, plant-based is when you're eating whole foods, whole plants, um, the salads, the greens, the cauliflower, um... I'm trying to think of this, like my, the sesame chickpeas, like you're eating whole foods and transforming these whole foods into different things. Vegan is just like purely for the animals, usually um, made in sustainable, um, sustainable eating, um, that the vegan junk food, slutty vegan with vegan food. Yeah. And you yeah. omit you omit things like honey that bees have to make and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, we use uh, agave for that. You know, mm -hmm. different types of things. Vegetarian. Um, the kids are actually vegetarian. You know, they're in the middle. We raising them right in the middle of the two of us. I know, right? <laughs> and that was my big thing. You know, uh, when we had our first uh, our daughter. She wanted to. She wanted her to be, and I was like, she's gonna have to eat some meat. Though she's going to be skinny, but they're healthy and vibrant, <laughs> big, big hands, fat. And, you know, it's just like I'm like, Whoosh. it's amazing. Well, that was that was definitely gonna be one of my questions later on mm -hmm. about uh, is there a uh, age that you'd be like, yeah, this stay too young for to to eat plant based. But I mean, I don't I, like you say, you're not missing any nourishment. Like you're yeah. getting everything from you're what, what you're eating. Yeah. And with vegetarian, it's everything. It's no meat, but plant-based products are okay. We try to go the more sustainable right route, but like they eat eggs. Right. They have dairy. Um, they have cheese. Um, when they get older, I'll probably be a little bit more strict with them. But for the sake of, you know, this is a new like experience, not only for our family unit, but also for my family. And you know, my I have three older sisters and they're now they're getting into everything. But when they have the kids, I try to make it an easy transition for everyone to follow. So they cannot give my kids meat because <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to fall back into those things and like, well, I'm just gonna give them a little piece of chicken or I'm just gonna give them a little piece of this. And like you don't have to do that, you know, they can eat all these other foods, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Amanda. My fault. Oh, um, is there any myths that you would like to debunk when it comes to veganism? Oh, you're not gonna wither away and die. We get plenty of protein because you don't need meat to have protein. 
the protein that animals have comes from plants because that's what they consume. Um, the food is a bland. We eat more than salads, clearly. <laughs> Vegans are skinny. I can tell you that is a lie. <laughs> um, that it's hard to do because, I mean, once you, again, once you get over that emotional attachment, it's really easy. You see the benefits right away. Like, it's no lie. You see the benefits right away. Once you get that feel of it, there's no reason why you're going to want to go back. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. You're going to be full and satisfied. Um, your palate, taste palate changes. So you're more sensitive to flavors. I mean, veganism had made, has made me fall in love with food all over again. You know, I was also in the restaurant industry for a long time and I was a little scorned by it and just over, you know, over the scene and just over food. And I had a really unhealthy relationship with food and veganism just, I mean, that was my way out. That was my way of confronting that and dispelling those myths for myself because those are my biggest concerns. I don't want to be skinny. You know, I want to keep my shape. I want to look like this. I want to feel like this. You know, it's going to be expensive. It's not expensive. Like legit, you can find vegan options at the dollar store. And that's a that's a segment that seriously I'm working on is the dollar store. <laughs> it is it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a grueling process. You know what I mean? You don't have to sacrifice anything except for the meat. At this point, so, I mean, yeah, it's 2021. They have options for everything. Everything. Yeah. That's real. Except for oxtail, but we're working on it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be right there. Don't worry about cooking vegan food because we'll do the dishes. We got you. Right? We'll do the shopping. <laughs> and that, that's what I that's what I really love about what y'all what y'all what y'all service is because when I what happened for me was I was working a lot. Like I worked a lot. And I was telling my wife, I was like, yo, I got to, like, I'm, you keep hearing about these food preps, food prep, food prep. I'm like, I don't eat the kind of stuff that they prepare. So when mm -hmm. I saw your stuff, and you, it seemed like it's always something new. Like, I don't remember seeing something over and over. So I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Like, this is, and it's good. Like, <laughs> like I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, oh my goodness. Like, so, soup. listen, 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 <laughs> I can't, I can't even tell you what's my favorite, because then I'd be naming everything. Mm -hmm. everything is just so good so my my thing is what is something that you really like when you first started what is something you was like this is i like making this this vegan meal versus what's something you like yo i hate i hate this is this is tedious i really yeah. don't look forward to making this for nobody <laughs> <laughs> well you know the, the thing what's about that is favorite? we we don't really have like a least favorite thing to make because we love to cook Mm -hmm. okay. And we're always in the kitchen. It's like the social point of the house, you know, uh, with all the kids, we come together, we get in the kitchen, we, we cook with the kids and all that stuff. So we're just always cooking. We're just excited to be able to cook some stuff that we like to eat mm -hmm. and present it to other people. Because I, I get tired of uh, people like, because see, we've had customers that have, that have, uh, have left for a week or two and tried another uh, meal plan. And they come right back. It was so bland. I just want to do, I wouldn't serve anybody anything that I would eat myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. This is one of those things where we just decided to to give people great food. You know, good food, 
at a you know at a low you know a low price that you can afford you know just cut out all the middle stuff that you got to do because you can probably make the same stuff that we make at home but you'll have leftovers in the fridge that won't get used you know stuff like that you got to wash dishes that's the kind of service we like to provide so that's everything that that we do is is because we love to do it i got you we can do it in our sleep we can yeah we just we cook all day that's what we do we chef. That kale salad takes a long ass time to make. The kale salad? Right. I'm not gonna let him. Yeah. So the kale salad, because yeah, he's not gonna skip yeah. over the kale. He makes the kale salad. <laughs> it's a, a very very meticulous process. Yeah. Just because you gotta wash it, you gotta dry it, like everything, and there's multiple foliage in the kale salad. Like, can't give you the secret recipe because we have to kill you, but it's a, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's like a really intricate recipe. And um, I like it takes... Kale salad. <laughs> I, do, I like the kale salad. I yeah. like the kale salad, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... Like you say, you got so... It's, and it's not, like you say, it's, you have things in it. It's not just a kale salad. You have the, the peas. You got different stuff in it that tastes and right. you got the dress, the dressing, the dressing that y'all fit with it, man. Listen, yeah, yeah. go hand to hand with it. Like, yeah. I don't like how do y'all decide? Like, do y'all be like, all right, you try one thing and that's it, or you be like, I'm gonna try a couple different things and see which one met. Well, y'all, 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 yeah, chef, that's how we do. We, we always have- on the drawing board. We always on the we're drawing always, board. Everything is open, everything board. is open to change, everything is open mm-hmm. for. You know, and if, if she uh, has an epiphany one day, she's like, oh, I want to do this. You know, we need to change that. We make it. We don't We don't yeah. say we're going to do it and then just send it out. We make it. We mm-hmm. taste it. We eat it. And we're like, you know what? That's good. That's good. And then before we send anything to anybody, we always eat it first and try to make mm-hmm. sure that, you know. Has it, has it ever been something that y'all, you know, like you say, had an epiphany? You tried it and you was like, uh-uh, this ain't it. we've tried um vegan chicken wings before yeah and vegan chicken wings didn't make it past like the yeah like they're delicious when you first make them yeah but it's not it doesn't translate into the meal plan yeah so once we once we get our spot that's something that we can Mm -hmm. you know and we're working on things for the restaurant too because we're about to have a restaurant a little while so those okay. are the things that translate to you come in, order it, get it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because see what we're mm-hmm. doing is we, we, we make food for the week. So we have to make it sustainable. Exactly. So it lasts. You gotta make sure it reheats correctly. Right. So that's a big part of the struggle as well. But once we get this place popping, you come in there, you can get anything. You, you know what I mean? We we're gonna we we already laying it out. We get we get it together. What I was that was the question I think Amanda asked me before when I first started job process. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. You gotta ask me. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, yeah. how does the heating up process work? Because if you're getting it for a whole week, so right. it's like mm-hmm. one of them is like yeah. Friday, right? How does mm-hmm. how do you expect the food to last until um you make it on Saturday and you deliver right. it on Sunday? How is it supposed to last until that Friday until you yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I was telling him exactly about yeah. that. And he was like, I don't know. And that's a tough thing because mm-hmm. vegetables are, are, are highly perishable. You know what I'm yes. saying? So the more perishable things we put towards the end of the week, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and the things that need to be eaten right away, we make those. Mm-hmm. And, and we send those for Mondays and Tuesdays and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like Monday lunch is usually like a raw lunch. 
Tuesday nights, you guaranteed to have some type of salad. Um, the meals get a little bit heartier towards the end of the week, I feel like, just because of the, they're the more sustainable things. So we usually try to put our bowls, like our Buddha bowls, towards the end of the week. Because it's like beans and rice and greens and stuff that can sit and marinate for the flavors to really set in. So it's just cooking a long time, especially, you know, again, cooking in a in a black household, we learn how to make stuff last. Like we know when we have to cook something, it's like, okay, well, we're going to have leftovers for two to three days with this one. Mm-hmm. So it all translates to the restaurants. It translates to everything we do in the kitchen. It's like real, real life experience put it, being put to use. And, and basically we just want everybody to, to, to taste the love because people don't realize that when people put love in the food, you can taste it. You know what I mean? And that's that's the difference that we give everybody. You know, we actually put love into our food and we care about who we feed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We really do. That's what's up. We really care about them. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Amanda. My fault. I, I was about to take off. My bad. My bad. Oh. My bad. I got excited. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to know, what is your favorite ingredient to use when making your dishes for the Liquid smoke. Liquid smoke is the. I'm not gonna say the word. Can I curse? Liquid smoke is the shit. Y'all can edit that out. Yeah, yeah. What you mean? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Smoke is the shit. Like liquid smoke is so versatile. That um smoky, that smoke neck, smoke ham hock taste with um just the right amount of salt and seasoning. Well, you can't beat it. You know, it's going to give it to you. It's going to give it to you every single time. I feel like it's so underutilized um, when people are transitioning. And that's really like, that's what you need in your life. You want to stop eating meat? Whatever you would normally add meat to, add a dash of liquid smoke to it. And it's going to transform it. It's guaranteed. Uh, My favorites are the, the fresh herbs that we get from our garden. I love to use herbs and stuff like that with the uh, with the food. So, she's the liquid smoke. I like I like the fresh herbs. Ooh, yeah. So, um, do you feel that meal prep or cooking is an art form? Why or why not? Yes, after doing it, most definitely. What's that? Um, meal prepping and cooking is an art form. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. Because you're creating something from nothing, and Turn it into something else. That's why you call it culinary arts. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely an art form. Exactly. It's like it's constant. You know, it's constant, constantly evolving your methods, um, ingredients you're using, brands that you're using, different flavors. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Sorry, let me just get a little baby. Now you good? You good? Hey, that's why. Listen, that's how we know. Y'all are actual whole parents out here in these streets. Oh yeah, we we all have to kind of infiltrate, and she's a, she's off somewhere. But we're cleaning up so, later. So so that that's that's like more evident. Like y'all doing it, y'all doing what y'all doing to better your kids, uh, health wise and financially with your business. Like most like definitely, what's, most what's something what's something with your business wise that you did that you know now or you're learning now that you wish you'd have known before you guys started your business how much everything costs (laughs) it's definitely not cheap to run it's definitely not cheap to run um 
because we don't have our own restaurant yet, we're renting out catering restaurants. We have a shared kitchen, which is a great opportunity. I mean, the person that we're working with has been amazing, but mm -hmm. it's still money. Um, we're dishing out on a weekly basis to be able to use the space, you know, fresh ingredients. Um, we're trying to form relationships with different farmers um, to keep the fresh ingredients coming consistently at an affordable price. But since the pandemic, everything has kind of been a little bit more, I'm going to say pricey, a little bit more shaky. Um, some of our vendors have fall, like fallen off or shut down for a little while. So, you know, it's really like, I wish I knew how much it costs because we probably, well, yeah, we probably wouldn't have started it so soon if we realized how much it was going to be. But the return on it makes it worth it. And that's why I'm glad we had no idea and we went into it a little bit blind mm -hmm. because um, we probably would have missed out just being overly cautious. Yeah. You what know, is, like you would be discouraged if you were to know the cost just a little bit? Um, no, I'm not going to say discouraged. I'm not going to we would have, we definitely would have got it done. This has been a dream forever, you know? There's nobody that's in the restaurant industry um, long term by choice and doesn't aspire to have their own establishment or something along the lines of that. So it was definitely in our it was probably in our five-year plan. Um, COVID brought it to us a little bit sooner. A lot sooner. A lot sooner. Well, it's been fun, though. It's been fun. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like that, 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 oh, it's like the baby that pops up out of home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. a lot of more, a lot more responsibility yeah. than we planned on. But it's like, oh, look at our beautiful bundle of joy. Right. Like, we, we, <laughs> we, we take care of it. <laughs> right? <You know. laughs> Yeah, well, that, that was that was actually one of my questions was did did COVID help or hurt or inspire you during these times? Well, COVID actually gave us a platform to actually sit down and think because uh, I was working at a great establishment on uh, South Beach. And once the beach shut down, you know, I got laid off for that that little bit of time and, and you know you, you get to thinking what are we going to do to pay these bills you know mm -hmm. and the government's talking about oh, you don't have to pay your landlord we don't we don't operate that way exactly we're going to pay our landlord <laughs> we're going to pay our bills and i don't mm -hmm. know you know so we, we we're like what do we so we put a whole bunch of energy into uh this baby and We've just been nurturing it ever since, mm -hmm. you know, because we, we started slowly uh, while I was still working and uh, it just came, it, it turned into a reality for us because, <laughs> because it's something that we always wanted to do, but we actually had the time to, to you know, I'm not working, uh, you know, 70, 80 hour weeks to, mm -hmm. to sit down and, and, and formulate because we're not a part of the, you know, we got uh, detached from the system. Mm -hmm. You know the system that they got set up for us. When we got to work for somebody, uh, you know, you yeah. you can't have mm -hmm. your own stuff, and you know, and we've just been building up people like the entire entire time we've been together. We've just been making everybody else else's establishment, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know. So we, it's it's just time to do it for ourselves and do it the right way, 
Mm-hmm. It's time for y'all stuff to flourish instead of flourishing exactly. for everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a blessing. It was a blessing, and you know, it's 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 been a it's been a struggle, but it's been fun. Yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah, it's been fun. Now we weren't planning on being virtual as long as we were being virtual. The plan was for us to get started, and uh, we actually wanted to like have a restaurant by last summer, yeah. but you know, plans change. Yeah. Um, we went with the flow. We definitely pivoted with the way things were going. We stayed on top of the news and, you know, what was happening with the pandemic. And we just decided to stick it out virtual, you know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And, yeah, eventually, once everything clears up and we could actually create a space where people could come and commune um, safely, really. I yeah, I can't wait. Exactly. <laughs> well, tell, well, tell me this. Now, now I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. If y'all get a restaurant, y'all still gonna do food prep, right? Oh, well, oh definitely. yes, most yeah. definitely. Oh. That was a big yeah. thing. So that was a big oh, okay. thing. If we get a restaurant, okay. it's probably gonna be more similar to like a meet and three type thing. Like you know, the soul food joints you would find in Atlanta, where you could come in. We have you know the hot hot trays and. You know, you pick what you want on your plate, bento box style or soul food style, you know. Right. Yeah, Piccadilly. They don't, they don't have Piccadilly here. Y'all don't have Piccadilly here. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm, so, I'm, so I'm so excited about this. I can't wait. How, um, so, so, um, Mm-hmm. When like what's what's the time frame? Because you know I'm I'm I love y'all food. So if you tell me, we're waiting. We're waiting to see what happens when Florida opens up for real. Mm-hmm. And you know, depending on when they're just like okay, like it's safe. You know, we don't want to jump in the game automatically with the um, having to make the all the adjustments like some of the restaurants now even with the eating out in the parking lot and all that yeah. stuff like yeah. if we could find a space that has adequate outdoor we would love that because we don't need a whole lot of room in the kitchen we just need enough room for yo 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 what's happening this urban urban code man we appreciate y'all for listening to part one stay tuned and check out part two so you hear the rest of the conversation i'm a vegan they definitely talking that talk so check it out Comment, subscribe, share, and uh, let us know what you think. For sure, for sure.